visiting with our Shap of the Week. And Ryan, I'm going to say this right because I think I've been doing a decent job of it all year. Ryan Nattenstead. Is that right? That is perfect. All right. Good. Sometimes that's all you care about. Just get the name right. One of the things that you guys have been getting right for this you know, run since the loss to Cy Ranch has been getting better as an offensive line collectively. I know there were a lot of questions with only Blake returning from a leadership standpoint, what has Blake meant to your evolution as an offensive lineman here at Westlake? Blake's been everything to all of us because he's really the only person that was coming back this year with any experience. And I think without him, we'd be a very different offensive line. He's just kind of kept us all together. And when things were rough during spring ball and early fall ball, he just kept telling us, you know, trust the process, trust Coach Murdoch and Coach Wilson. And I think we're all really happy with where we've turned out. Part of it is learning how to work together, but it's also realizing that you're never going to be the same player from Friday to Friday. From your perspective, what are the lessons where you know you have moments of failure? It's such a unique position, and, and I always enjoy these conversations because how you guys have, have gelled together as a team and how you specifically have gotten better, and the only way you get better is if you fail a little bit. So what was that aha moment where you said, okay, I know what to do now and I'll never do that again? Week one against Belton, we were lucky to come out with the win, but I definitely had the worst game of my career. It was my first game playing tackle, and I think I let up two sacks, and I just had to take a long look at that film, and I just kept looking over it, and then every week we're repping the same drills, same drills, and then as soon as I knew it, I was just not letting up any sacks anymore, and I think that's a major key as to how we just keep getting better is that we just repeat the same thing every week. It's the same drills. We get really good at what we have to do, and then as soon as you know it, there's a, no mistakes happening on the O-line anymore. And it's fun to think about because people don't realize that footwork and athleticism is a huge part of it. I think people look at the offensive line and they go, okay, you're just the, the big dudes that, that try to keep the quarterback upright. You know, we talk about it in run blocking and stuff like that, but the big guys have to have light feet and, and quick feet. Can you describe that? Well, it's definitely, I think it's a lot harder than people think because we actually, we have an undersized O-line this year, but I think our footwork has been really good. And it's tough to kind of balance that line of, of being big and strong, and but having that good footwork. And in the end, if you don't have any footwork, you're really not going to be a good offensive lineman. And so Coach Murdoch really focuses on drilling that footwork into us every day. Coach Murdoch is one of those unique people that has played the position for Coach Dodge and now has coached it for him. You don't often see a, a young coach like that. You know, I'm sure he has aspirations, but at the end of the day, he's an O-line coach. Does it help you that he played it at such a high level? And what are some of the tricks of the trade that he's kind of shared with his playing experience? And how has he been able to share that with you? And have you picked up anything from him? Well, it's definitely a big help to have a former offensive lineman as our coach because you can just tell that he loves a position he would never want to play anything else I don't think he'd ever want to coach anything else he just really knows our assignments very well and one thing that he's really instilled into us is just the absolute intensity from whistle to whistle I don't think there's another offensive line in the district that has the intensity we do and I really think that that comes from coach Murdoch just drilling that into us every day here's a quote impose your will what does it mean to you that just means every play Full speed for seven seconds is what Coach Dodge says. Coach Murdoch says, impose your will. Just letting the other guy know that you're better than him, you're stronger than him, and he's just got to know it every single play. Toughest moment for you outside of Belton when you knew that, okay, we're, we're in a dogfight down here. What was the game, or, or has it come yet for you, where you knew, okay, we have our work cut out for us? 
I think that would definitely be against Cy Ranch, which was kind of a wake-up call for all of us. I think it was it was going into that last drive after they scored to take the lead, and we knew that we were going to have to drive the ball all the way down the field. We didn't get it in the end, but I think we were all really proud of how we played because we didn't really let up any pressure on Taylor that drive, and in the end we just kind of ran out of time. But I think that was a big moment for the offensive line in general. I always love talking about how a loss can ignite a team. Something happens that's negative, and in this case it was a loss. We had Taylor in here, we had Blake in here, and, and both said, I know nobody really wants to hear that a loss is a good thing, but let's face it, we've all played a ton of football and we know what it's like to win and we know what it's like to lose. And Taylor said something pretty prophetic. I've been a part of this team for three years. We've lost four times. Those four times we didn't hit our goals. It's literally that easy. Is it that easy for the offensive line as far as the goal board is concerned? What does it mean to you? Absolutely. The goal board's everything. One of our goals is no sacks, which we've been doing great this year. I think we gave up. Since Cy Ranch, we, we gave up two sacks against Lake Travis and that's been it. That and then get 10 plus pins or RBIs, which is like pancake blocks. So that's huge for us. And every week that we've hit those goals, we've won the game. So I think since that Cy Ranch game, we lost at home. That was just a big embarrassment for all of us. And I think the numbers have shown that we've really turned it around as a team. In the meeting room, I know this is where kind of the, the nuts and bolts of football actually get ironed out. It's so interesting to, to kind of look at football as a very physical game, but to understand the intelligence necessary to play it at a high level. And as I talk to defensive players, and even when you talk to Tony Salazar, you, you realize you're dealing with different cats at, at different levels levels of football IQ, but it's also IQ in the classroom as well. It's a, it's a work ethic and you guys are as busy as anybody on campus. And yet collectively, you're still one of the smartest people in the school. There's a balance there that you're learning at such a young age. And I think that has a lot to do with the overall success of this program is the commitment to being smart guys that, that play football at a high level. How big does the intelligence go into this, the neck up type of game for you? Well, it's huge. I mean, we spend a crazy amount of time in the film room and at practice, but at the end of the day, we're still students. So we got to go study and we got to go get good grades. And I think everyone on the team this year made the grade check. No one failed. So that's just something the coaches find really important is just everyone's got to get their grades in. I mean, we have to run gassers if we have zeros in the grade books. So that's a big incentive. <laughs> but I just think if you're smart in the classroom, that's going to transfer over to the football field. And that's something that Westlake is really good at. And I think it's also something that you understand it at a higher level because you've got the coaching staff is kind of buying into it you don't have guys that are you know see it third period guys like Blake Sabraco talked about that with coach Vosick and you can see it that it's there with coach Murdoch as well there's no see in third period or or see it before school at practice it's I'm sure the offensive line I don't even want to think about the text thread between the offensive line and and, and you guys so you know, what is that chemistry like to to have kind of constant contact with one another well it's huge I mean during the season None of us had been on varsity, so Blake told us before the season, he said, we're probably going to spend about 80% of our lives together these next few months, and that's absolutely been true. And just spending that much time with, uh, with your brothers like that, I mean, you're going to develop a bond and a chemistry. In the end of the day, you're going to have friends for the rest of your life, and that's just going to help you even more on the football field. And you guys joke around. Give us, and now remember, it's radio, but if you can kind of filter through some of the stuff, what's, what's some of the funny stuff that happens? Oh, think about this one for a second. There's a, there's a lot that I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> Most of our funniest moments happen at uh, Matt's El Rancho. We go there every Wednesday night. And uh, we have a sophomore on our team, Aiden Kennard. And he's, uh, he's a bit clumsy, so he's always spilling his drinks at Matt's El Rancho. So Coach Murdoch's wife, uh, one of the times we went there, ordered him a sippy cup. So it was funny. He's about 300 pounds. So the waiter brought the sippy cup to the biggest guy in the entire restaurant. Because he is a big dude. You can only imagine what that would look like. That's part of the chemistry getting together on your own 
Wednesday nights, and it's become a tradition. I think tradition is a big part of the culture of Westlake, obviously, but it's a, a unique part about the culture of the offensive line. I mean, you always have, you know, the hat dancer, and you always you always have these, you know, moments where you go, wow, even the offensive line is celebrated in some way at Westlake. Does that rub off on you, like, that you're protecting something with the ability to, to be a starting offensive lineman? I mean, absolutely. Blake Webster is one probably one of the most superstitious people I've ever met, so he's really shown us all his traditions, and he's the hat dancer this year, and that's a really awesome thing to show some appreciation to the offensive line like that. But, I mean, we go to dinner every Wednesday night. We have breakfast at Blake's house every Thursday morning. It's a lot of time spent together, but at the end of the day, I mean, the O-line's been doing that for a while, so clearly it's working. Everybody has their, their own unique way of getting ready to play football, Ryan, and so with a lot of playing under your belt now, now, as Coach Dodge always likes to talk about, you're no longer rookies. You know, you've got eight games under your belt. You're going into your ninth. You're starting to realize that this is the last time they're going to do this. This is the last time they're going to do that. You're you're going into this two-game stretch where you guys have to be mentally focused and not look ahead. And from Coach Dodge's perspective, you guys are right there in the moment all the time. Is that the, the genuine part of the psyche of the team right now? Absolutely. I mean, it's hard not to look ahead when everyone outside the field house is looking ahead, but Coach Dodge always says that everyone outside the field house can talk about whatever they want to. We're going to talk about Anderson High School. As my senior year, I don't want it to end, so I got to take every game for what it is and just go out there and play my heart out every time. It's it's your last everything. The next time you do something, this will be the last time you play against Anderson. I often think about what that does because it's it's over so quickly. Blake kind of summed it up too. He said, you know, this is the last time I'm going to do all this stuff, so I better make it count. I can't skip a page because if I do, I'll miss something. And and this is a short book when it comes to your football career. It's bittersweet, but it really helps you um, put your all into everything because even if you're tired at a morning practice or something, you just know no matter how far we go, I don't really have that many of these left. And, and in my case, I'm probably never going to play football again in my life so it's just a big deal to take everything as it comes at you and just don't wish a moment of it away take us inside your helmet how do you get ready to play on on a friday night during home games i'll usually we go eat and then i'll come up and i'll put my tights on i'll put my shorts on some comfortable clothes and i'll usually go in the weight room which we have all the lights off in the weight room and i'll i'll try and take about a 20 30 minute nap if i can't fall asleep i'll just lie there thinking about the game and then i go get taped up and from there, it's all business. I just got to go get my pads on, and then we head down to warm up. Any music, any anything like that that you're that you're kind of getting that gets you in the right mood to be that physical offensive lineman. A lot of '70s rock, some Black Sabbath, like some ACDC also, and that gets me going. So that's my pregame playlist right there. And that's fantastic. Somebody's raising you right. I mean, if you're if you're jamming Ozzy before a game, I can't imagine you know Ozzy and ACDC right before you put a helmet on to go and impose. You should write a song called "Impose Your Will." That would be a, a pretty hot metal tune to get to get geared up. Ryan Nat instead. Thanks so much for joining us, our Shap of the Week, and it's always fun to talk to an offensive lineman. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Thank you for having me.